This is Kim Balorchi, and you're listening to Boldly Stated. Today, we're going to be talking about how to know when it's time to stop following the rules. Now, it's true that I'm a bit of a self-proclaimed shit disturber, and I often talk about ridiculous rules, but I do admit that there are times when rules are really helpful, when they provide guidance or a path forward or security, structure, and certainty that help guide our choices and keep us safe. Now, my kids listen to my podcast, so there is no way I'm going to get on here and say all rules are bad. But there are a lot of times when our decisions and our behavior are guided by rules that make no freaking sense. So how do you know whether you just need to hang in there and try harder or take a look at those rules and say, hell no, I am not doing this anymore. One of the first ways to know is if a rule makes you feel bad, if it makes you feel devalued or less than. Sometimes it's really, really clear. So for example... When I had my daughter, I was working at a large law firm. I was the only woman left in the litigation department. And when I went back after maternity leave, I realized that the hours I had been putting in before weren't really going to work as a new mom. I loved being a lawyer, but I also loved being a mom and I wanted to spend time with Sam. So even though part-time arrangements were not viewed favorably at that time in large law firms, I proposed an arrangement to my bosses. I suggested that I would be in the office four days a week, Monday through Thursday, and that I would take Fridays off. I also told them I would not reduce my caseload. So even though I would be in the office four days, I would still do whatever it took to do the same amount of work I had been doing, essentially when I was working full time. I just wanted a day where I didn't have to have childcare and I could spend time with my daughter. They seemed really receptive and said they were going to take a few days to think about it and get back with me. So for a few days, I actually had some hope that this might happen. When they did finally get back to me, they told me how valuable I was and how much they appreciated having me and that they didn't want to lose me and that therefore they were willing to do this arrangement, even though typically they wouldn't. I remember exhaling this huge sigh of relief and for about 30 seconds thinking, I am so lucky And I'm paving the way for other women because this firm has never done anything like this before. And this is really cool. And then they made me my offer. 50% of my salary for 80% of my time. Now, admittedly, math is not my strength, but I know that does not work. 50% of my salary for 80% of my time. Are you fucking kidding me? That's what I was worth to them. Now, to my credit, even in my shock, I pushed back and I said, this doesn't make sense. This doesn't feel fair to me. I'm going to be working essentially 100% and you want to pay me half. And they stood firm on their rule. We need you here 100% of the time to pay you 100% of your salary. And anything less than that makes you decidedly less valuable to us. What I felt in that moment wasn't heartbreak or sadness or disappointment, I felt freaking panic because I really desperately wanted to be with my daughter, but I also really desperately needed a job. And this firm held our health insurance. It had a lot of great benefits. And I had worked really, really hard to become a really good lawyer. And so the decision in front of me was excruciating. Now, I just want to pause for a minute and acknowledge the fact that I think a lot of us find ourselves in these situations where we are facing what feel like impossible choices. The rules don't actually work, 
And yet the choice to do something different is incredibly risky or daunting. And while you can listen to a podcast like this or read a book that tells you if it's not working for you, just pick something different. The reality of it is very, very difficult. And I want to acknowledge that and say, like, I've been there. I freaking know it's hard. And I'm sharing this experience with you because I want you to know what is possible. So here I am with this ridiculous dilemma, and I really don't know what to do. And honestly, my first thought was, I'll just tell them to forget it. And I'll work full time, I'll make my full salary, and just forget this whole idea because this obviously isn't going to work. But even as I started tossing that idea around in my mind, I started to feel physically sick. Like I really wanted that day with my daughter and I didn't want to give that up. I wanted to fight for it. And I was furious that they wouldn't give it to me. They weren't going to lose anything by giving it to me. In fact, they were going to gain somebody who was going to work probably twice as hard to prove to them that they had made a good choice. So my next choice is, do I take 50% of my salary for 80% of my time? Now, part of me thought, well, something's better than nothing and at least I get a day with my daughter, but, but no amount of rationalizing could force me to accept something so unfair, so devaluing. So that wasn't going to work either. My only choice was to walk. And so that's what I did. I quit my high paying job with all the benefits and all the perks on the 31st floor of the best building in St. Louis and called my husband and said, hey, I just quit my job and I'm going to come join your practice. At the time, Ray was working as a sole practitioner. He was building his practice from the ground up. He had one person helping him and was renting space in someone else's office. And I've just walked away from the job that was our steady source of income with a new baby and I'm going to come join him even though I don't know anything about immigration law or the work that he does. Fantastic. I can't really imagine the risks being any higher in that moment. And yet, as scary as it was, I had my dignity. By holding on to my value and not compromising and letting somebody give me literally half of my salary for 100% of my work, I set a precedent for myself of taking risks and paving my own way when the rules don't serve me. Here's what I want to offer to you. Sometimes we will take less than we're worth. We will accept less than we know we deserve because we're afraid that there might not be something better. And I totally get that. But at the same time, if you are constantly settling and you're constantly convincing yourself to be okay with 50% for 80, then how will you ever know what is possible? Now, I do not know what is going on in your life and I can never tell somebody else when it's time to rebel against a rule or to create a new one. But I would love to give you a little bit of framework around some things you can pay attention to. So when you find yourself feeling limited or stuck or facing what is essentially an impossible choice, I want you to look at the rule or belief that's kind of holding you there and ask yourself, who made this rule and what is the purpose? Now, if the purpose of the rule is to help someone else get rich at your expense, like my former employer, that's kind of a no-brainer. You can see that that does not benefit you. But sometimes it's more subtle than that. And rules or beliefs are used to control. Now, we're going to talk about that in another episode. But for today, what I really, really want you to know is that you don't have to accept the rules the way they are. 
I know that it's really scary sometimes, but honestly, the alternative is often scarier. When I think about myself and the person I would have turned into had I convinced myself to accept 50% of my salary for 80% of my time, had I told myself that I was lucky that they had agreed to an arrangement they'd never agreed to for anyone else before, and that something was better than nothing, I can't help but wonder what else I would have had to compromise to live with that decision. I want to encourage you not to accept someone else's definition of what is right for you. And when the rules seem stupid, challenge them. And don't be afraid to ask, who made this rule? What is the purpose? And most importantly, is it helpful to me? And if the answer is no, don't be afraid to create your own instead. This is Kim Balorchi, and you're listening to Boldly Stated.